0: 2020 started with us living our best lives. We were taking care of ourselves and our family, and we were healing from our personal traumatic experiences. And boom, March hits, and it brought about its own traumatic challenges. There was COVID, and then there was the shock and grief over the deaths of Colby and Gianna Bryant. And then there was the white privilege of COVID, which was impeding on civil liberties and oppressing individuals because they were asked to wear masks and stay home for the safety of themselves and others. And then there was Ahmaud Arbery. And then there was George Floyd. And then there was Breonna Taylor. And then there were too many names to list. And then there was too much pain and sorrow. And then there was black COVID when we were informed that COVID was disproportionately impacting Black Americans. And there was this lull around care and how treatment would be received and lack of compassion, care, concern, or empathy when the face of COVID was Black America. And then there was job instability and then there was food insecurity and then there were school closures. And then there was the disbelief and grief surrounding the death of our King of Wakanda, Chadwick Bozeman. And then there were conversations around a vaccine. And then there was increased fear and anxiety around the lack of sincerity and compassion and intellect of the government. And then there was the election. And then there was the hoopla around the election. And then there were approximately 300,000 deaths in the U.S. from COVID. And then there was 1.5 million deaths across the globe from COVID. And then there was fill in the blank. And then there was fill in the blank. And then there was fill in the blank. Trauma is defined by SAMHSA, which is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, as an event, a series of events, or a set of circumstances that is experienced by an individual as physically or emotionally harmful or life-threatening and has lasting adverse effects on the individual's functioning, mental health, physical health, social, emotional and or spiritual well-being. So I think we can all agree that by definition, 2020 was a year full of trauma. But while this has been a chaotic season, all hope is not lost. We experienced a lot of great things about ourselves individually and collectively. While we suffered some unimaginable losses, we also experienced some amazing gains. Babies were born. Families spent intentional time together. People fell in love and got married. Unexpected relational bonds were created. People got healthy. People reinvented what self-care and family and bonding and community looks like for them. People started businesses. People bought homes. People reconnected with God. People paid off debt and people went back to school. We saw more compassion and love and grace, all while living through a global pandemic and all of the trauma that came with it. Trauma is inevitable, but our response to it is a choice. We had no control over most of the events of 2020, but it has been a blessing and an honor to watch us not only live and survive, but choose to thrive, Not in spite of, but because of the trauma. We are an extraordinary people. We are overcomers. And I am looking forward to seeing where 2021 is taking us because we are a resilient society.
1: So, hey, everybody. Welcome to... Um, the Resilient Society podcast, this is actually the fourth season of this podcast, but the first episode with it with this name, Yes, <laughs> with this format, and so we just want to welcome everybody back to the a new year, a new season, and I mean that in more ways than one, okay? Yeah. I do mean that in more ways than one, so, all right. Um, we're just going to go ahead and get started. Um, we are introducing, and for those of you who are just joining us and wondering who is this fantastically faced person on the other side of the screen from me, that is the new co-host, um and the Resilience society you've already met her we had a special meet and greet just for those who are in the resilient society and if you're interested in joining us in our private forums where we have extra goodies going on feel free to go to the resiliencesociety.com and you can sign up for either our facebook group or our patreon now we're going to launch this um this podcast with you know with us, but after this, you know, what we're going to start doing is having live Q&A sessions, but you, the general public, will not be part of those live Q&A sessions, sessions only those of uh, those people who are in the Resilience Society. Thank you for the introduction into what trauma is, because we're going to be talking about the different traumas that we have experienced that have been brought to light and magnified Um, throughout the fantastic 2020 year. And, and, you know, I saw a meme earlier today that said, 2020 went home, put on a wig, and came back as 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. Thank you for naming the positives. Absolutely. It does take... It does, yes, we dealt with the things we dealt with, but there are positives. There were some great things that came out of that. And and that, you know what, that actually reminds me. Hmm. That's a post I made on Instagram some time ago. I'm gonna have to go find that post. Okay. Storm, but, and a tree had fallen, but from the muck grew this beautiful orchid. And it was Mm -hmm. just like, It's all about
0: perspective. We can choose to live in the negative, but we can choose to see the positive in spite of the negative. And it's difficult to shift our mind because we're in a society where we're inundated with all types of negative things. Mm -hmm. And we're in this space where we're living in, in a cancel culture you know, where anytime anyone does, now don't get me wrong, some people need to be canceled, but anytime anyone says or does anything that's different, we want to get rid of them. And so we are constantly surrounded by these negative images. And sometimes it can be difficult to see our way in that tunnel, Mm -hmm. in that tunnel of darkness but we have to be intentional with trying to find that light so that we can make it through the darkness. And it's hard. I am i can't pretend like it's easy. It's very difficult, but it's there if we choose to see it.
1: And like you said, once you choose to see it, you have to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. You can't just say... I'm going to decide to see things positively and expect them to just start falling out of the air. Mm -hmm. You have to be intentional in looking for them, looking for those things. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing those with Mm -hmm. us. Um, We do go into deeper conversations, like I said, in the resilient society. Mm -hmm. um, But we also do have... yeah, I'm just going to say that we're going to deeper conversations in the actual resilient mm-hmm. society. So we do invite everybody to join in with us in those mm-hmm. conversations. Um, but the other thing that we want to go ahead and um, and highlight is this week's Hey Gorgeous.
0: Hey Gorgeous. And
1: this week's Hey Gorgeous recipient and honoree is actually my new co-host. <laughs> Because I want to read to the people who you be. Oh. Surprise. I knew I shouldn't have sent you that bio. I knew it. I, okay, I asked her for this bio and she sent it to me. And I thank you for not questioning me. As to why I asked for it. And she hates it when somebody read her Bible. So, but you're just gonna have to endure this because to me, you are gorgeous. And what gorgeous is, is a woman who is godly, active, wise, just, um, unique, soulful, and sincere. And I think you fit the mold in each and every category.
0: So Sharice
1: Michelle yeah. Wright is an advocate for trauma recovery and is passionate about the intersections between trauma and Christianity. She is determined to help others understand the mind-body-spirit connection and how trauma severs that connection, which requires interdependent, authentic attempts at healing. Talking about being intentional, right? Mm -hmm. Charisse is the author of Finding God's Truth Within, a workbook discussing forgiveness and healing from trauma so one can begin walking in their God-given purpose. She has a bachelor's in social work from Barry University. And a master's in divinity from United Lutheran Seminary. Currently, she's pursuing a master's in community and trauma counseling. She currently serves as a clinical program supervisor in a behavioral health organization. She is the founder and CEO of Just Right Ministries, an organization that assists individuals and organizations that have been traumatized discover and develop their pathways to healing. She's also an instructor of Christology. Did I say that right? Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Now this name. Soteriology. Mm Is that girl (laughs) correct? And the book of Acts at Redeemer's Institute of Christian Education at her home church, Church Mm -hmm. of the Redeemer Baptist in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Her most important ministry is being a mother to the apple of her eye her 17-year-old son, Dominique. Cherise mm-hmm. Wright plants seeds of hope, healing, trust, and love in the lives of those she serves and is reflective of one of her favorite Bible verses. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he knew pla- who plants is anything nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase, which is 1 Corinthians Chapter 3, verses 6 through 8. I present today's Hey Gorgeous Henri is my co-host, Sharice Wright.
0: Thank you, Sin. you You're
1: welcome. I'm
0: humbled, I'm honored, I'm embarrassed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: I mean, if you don't want people to read your bio, you shouldn't have such a good one. <laughs> I'm thank you thank you oh my gosh so the next segment that we have in uh the resilient society podcast is um woman law so with woman law i'm just going to give a very brief something that i've noticed that i think we should institute into woman this this is one of our laws right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the title no i'm going to get the backstory first So I live in South Florida, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Miami to be specific, like right on the, and just really South, Mm -hmm. right on the verge of the Florida Keys, right? Mm -hmm. So we're warm (laughs) most of the time. We have our tropical weather, but there are times when we do experience a chill from time to time. You know, there's a joke that says, our winter lasts a week (laughs) tops. And winter being, it dropped below 60. And that's that's about as close to winter as we get down here, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So over the holidays, we did have a few days that were a little cooler. And you know what I did? I put my boots on. Now, I'm not going to say it was exactly cool enough for the boots. <laughs> I put them on. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know midday when the sun got high (laughs) when the the sun is really out like really really out it was warm in those boots yeah in those boots I mean that's what socks are for but you know it was warm in those boots and that's when I was like you know my feet are hot (laughs) my calves are hot (laughs) like oh gosh this is a little Low little pers- perspiration going on, mm-hmm. you know, down in the feet area. But I was fine with it because my outfit was cute. And I was just like, you know what? If I wait for the right time, every time, for it to be acceptable to wear these boots, I'm probably not going to wear them very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we just don't see that much of that weather. And so I said to myself, wear the boots, sis. Where are the boots? Who are you hurting? You're not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's causing you to stand up a little straighter. It's mm-hmm. causing you to strut a little cuter. It's causing you to feel yourself for just a little bit. And it's like, I feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. I feel as though I look good. And I'm enjoying myself out here with these boots on. Right.
0: Right.
1: So regardless of what somebody else does or doesn't think, regardless of what society dictates or doesn't dictate mm-hmm. or approves or disapproves, if it's something that helps you stand up a little taller, if it's something that helps you smile a little straighter and it's not hurting anybody, mm-hmm. this, yeah, where are the boots? Where are the boys. Take them out the closet, polish them up real quick, throw a whole outfit on, and wear the boots,
0: sis. Mm
1: -hmm. So that is my woman law. Yeah, my woman law is I gotta get a gavel. My woman law is wear the boots, sis. Mm
0: -hmm. That's it. Be confident.
1: Stand up, straighter.
0: Mm-hmm. Be proud. I remember those days. You go to work. It's freezing. You come out, and I'm going to keep my boots on in 90 degree weather, and and get back. And I wow. feel good, even though my feet are hot. Um, yeah, because it is. It's one of the things that um, a couple of my girlfriends um, and I did during this pandemic. Um, because we all were home, and we would get up in the morning, and we would get ourselves together. And if the only thing we did was put lipstick on, we would put lipstick on and send each other pictures. Mm-hmm. Because it made us feel that much more beautiful and that much more confident. Now we're not leaving our house. <laughs> we still might have on pajamas or yoga pants or something like that, but we've done something to our face so when we look in the mirror at ourselves, we we feel confident we feel beautiful. We feel purposeful in spite of everything that's going on around us. So I love woman law, where the boots is. It's so uh, important.
1: A sub-segment of that is, and where the lipsticks is. Yes. Put the lipstick
0: on. We would go nowhere. My son would be like, (laughs) so (laughs) where are you going? Back in my room? But, you know, we would do our photo shoots or do our book club, uh, FaceTime and Zoom meetings. And you would see us and we would have all this makeup. And once it's done, we've taken it off because we're not going anywhere. But we have felt good. We've encouraged each other. We've supported each other. We reminded each other how great we are. And it's an amazing feeling to, to wear the boots in spite of what's going on around you.
1: That's the, yeah. the law, where the boots is. That's the
0: law, where the boots is.
1: So I surely did that. I wore those boots. <laughs> I had I had gone where I needed to go that day, mm-hmm. but I went a couple extra places just because.
0: Because you was extricuting, you were feeling it. Nothing wrong with feeling yourself. Yeah,
1: you know, I was safe. I had my mask on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had my boots on too. And the mask coordinated with the entire outfit all the way down to
0: yes. the face.
1: Because I'm going to wear the boots, wear the boots, <laughs> wear the boots. And so we're going <laughs> to so go on to um, our next segment, which is actually the segment that we're going to actually have the, the meat of our episode and what we're thoroughly talking about. Right. We're aware, let me just say, we are both very aware of what is going on in the world today. The, the live recording of the podcast is happening on Friday um January the eighth. We know what happened Thursday, January the seventh. We're going to play a game today. We're not going to address it. <laughs> we're not going to address it. We we're going to talk about trauma in future episodes, and we're going to really break down a lot of the things that we already have going on. But we're not going to do that today on this here podcast episode. We're going to play a game. One's gotta go.
0: One's gotta go.
1: Look how proper we are. The name of the game is One Gotta Go. go. One's (laughs) one's Gotta Go. Because that's who we are. Uh, That's just, it's hilarious to me. And I love every moment of it.
0: (laughs) I looked at it and I didn't even see that the apostrophe S was not there because when I saw it, it's One's Gotta Go, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, because that's correct. Okay, so we're gonna do one's gotta go from our era. Okay, first up, and I'm using um, a website that I will put the website in the audio podcast show notes in case anybody wants to know where we got these from. So, here you ready? First one up is Black Comedies from the 90s, and one gotta go. (laughs) One's got to go. I'm already offended. Okay, Okay, I haven't even listed what they are, but one's got to go. Okay. Okay. First up, A Different World. Cosby Show. Martin. Or The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What kind of foolishness is (laughs) this? I did not make these up.
0: So I just watched um, <laughs> the entire series of A Different World the other day, right?
1: Uh-huh. So
0: that is not going anywhere. Um, the Cosby Show is not going anywhere. <sighs> I would have to say The Fresh Prince of Bel Air because I can't even. I can't get rid of Martin. Me and Dominique watched Martin today, like. Um. I can watch the entire series.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I can catch episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and watch that. Mm-hmm. But if I have to say one has to go, it would be um, The Fresh Prince.
1: Okay. So definitely off the, t- off the table as far as options is a different world. Was the number one, you're not, you cannot write a different world. But without the Cosby Show, there would be no different world. So we can't. There would be no comedy. different world. And basically, mm-hmm. I am—I am a Huxtable child. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Right? I'm like, so Cosby like, was my dad, and Claire Huxtable was my mom. I don't understand, right, Sharice, You right. know my parents. Come on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you no. Know? Um. Whew, okay, so the other options, the, the what's left, would be Martin or Fresh Prince. Now, okay. i want to say something. I never got into Martin.
0: Really? Okay. I was
1: one of the few, and that's why I was okay. so quiet about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anytime somebody would talk about Martin, I'd just be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knowing I really wasn't into it like okay. that. Um, but that is a that is a series that I said I was going to go back and watch again as a grown adult. Mm-hmm. Maybe I missed something. I don't know. So, okay. and as far as Fresh Prince, honestly, I, since it's not been in syndication, I have not watched it. Right. So it's like a toss up between those two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm going to tell you what <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> tell you what saves it for me. Okay. What would save Fresh Prince would be, honest to God, Hillary. Okay. I found her so much more hilarious than other people did. I, I live Hillary. I love Hillary.
0: I love Hillary and I love the first Aunt Viv.
1: So I think had, okay. the, had the
0: first Aunt Viv did the entire series, then maybe and, I would probably have a different answer.
1: Exactly, and so what saves Martin for me is Pam. Yeah. Okay. And so I like Pam more than I like <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> and there's the dual Aunt Viv.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I just didn't like how it happened. It was like so you have a season finale, and then you have the season premiere, and it's just too. And then nobody's just going to say anything, right? Not address it you know, at all.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, you look different. If that's what it, it was like. Oh, you look different
1: it was really? like okay so who is that yeah she I don't remember her right. she was one of the sisters who is she so I'm gonna say I'm keeping Martin even though I didn't watch Martin okay. <laughs> um and Fresh Prince I, I out, out of those I can say Fresh Prince can go
0: okay got um, it
1: also Fresh Prince awesome. yeah it's Fresh Prince can go okay so we are in agreement so moving on to the next one black comedians
0: oh Jesus I'm not going
1: to necessarily say from the 90s because one of them is not from the
0: 90s okay
1: Um, so we've got one's got to go Bernie Mac Martin Payne (laughs) um, Kevin Hart or Eddie Murphy
0: (laughs) okay so off rip Eddie (laughs) Murphy Okay, okay so first Bernie Mac goes nowhere One. Okay. Okay. Two, Eddie Murphy goes nowhere. He is like, I have watched everything Eddie Murphy has done. I absolutely, oh my God, I have an unhealthy obsession with Eddie Murphy. Like I have even went back and watched on YouTube Episodes where he was on the Arsenio Hall show. <laughs> yeah, you're a
1: man.
0: You're a Everything man. he has done, I have watched it. So he goes absolutely nowhere. Mm-hmm. I just watched um oh my god, what is it called? Um Bernie Mac and Ashton. Do you know oh, the movie? Um oh it's the remake. Yes, to yes, too. Yeah, yeah
1: I just dinner, the remake. Yes,
0: right. the remake. Yeah, I um just watched that, and Bernie Mac is like, I can even watch his his show, so he can go nowhere.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> is it so okay? Who's left
1: is Martin or Martin. Kevin Hart?
0: Or yeah. Kevin Hart? I would say Kevin Hart has to go, and I'm gonna keep Martin Lawrence because.
1: You always be Martin. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why. Yeah,
0: I would keep, because he's, yeah, he's Martin. That's, yeah. I will always, it, it will be Martin and I would get rid of Kevin Hart. Um, I can watch some of his, like Kevin Hart stand up, but some stuff for me is not funny. It's, um, some stuff is too over the top. Now I did like Real Husbands of Hollywood. Um, I did like that. Some of them, not all of the episodes, but I did like some of those. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, Kevin Hart will have to go for me.
1: Okay. Yeah. So off rip, we can't talk about Bernie May. Like, I don't even know why he's on there. Like I don't I don't get it. What do you mean? One's gotta go and Bernie Matt. How dare whoever made this list even think for one hot second that anybody anywhere would possibly choose Bernie Mac? He shouldn't even be on the list. That's how. Mm-hmm. So he stays. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> Bernie stays. Um, I have to say Eddie stays. Mm-hmm. I have to say Eddie stays. Not because I'm a wild Eddie Murphy fan. But
0: you He's can't a, get I'm...
1: rid of delirium raw. You can't. Just... At all. At all. I mean, come on. I got some ice cream. I got some. You don't have the. I mean, it... classic. Classic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those two for me also. Can't even. Can't even. So it boils down to Martin and Kevin Hart. And Okay. Whew, I'm torn. I am honestly torn because if I have to go stand up, it's because they have so many different things. If I had to do stand up uh-huh. for stand up, I laughed more at Kevin Hart than Martin, but but Martin ha- each one of Martin's stand ups, I laughed equally at each one of them. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart's stand ups. The latter couple of ones, I was kind of like, Yeah.
0: It, yeah. It, better miss. It, it
1: kind of mm-hmm. fizzled out a little bit. It wasn't as yeah. what I was used to. Um, the other thing is Martin was able to do stand-up and be funny and movies.
0: And be and funny. And be funny.
1: And be funny. Kevin Hart has done stand-up and movies, but he's, he's typecast. Mm-hmm. He's always the loud dude except yeah. for that movie that one movie he did with and uh, Dennis Quaid. The wheelchair. Yes, that yeah. was a good movie. That was I, a very um,
0: good movie. I
1: was like I need to see more of this from yeah. Kevin mm-hmm. Hart. Um you know. But TV.
0: Yeah.
1: Kevin no. Right. No. So only for that. Only because of that. Is is why I have to be like, and I'm leaving out the business aspect of things. Because if we talk about business, then Kevin Hart has Kevin out. Hart is the yeah. But I'm leaving I'm strictly talking about the comedy. Mm-hmm. That was the strictly talking about the comedy. Kevin, I could go ahead and let you go.
0: Yeah. Because and it's funny, because even with real husbands of Hollywood, I would I could continue to watch the show without him.
1: He was not an integral part. Yeah, like I could watch the film
0: without him.
1: happened, whether he was in it or not. Mm-hmm. Martin could not have happened.
0: Without, without Martin. Him. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: I could have done without. And I, it was great to see so many of the other actors in their comedic element, like Robin Thicke and Boris and Nellie. And uh, it was so good to see this other side of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and... But I could do without him without Kevin Hart and the real husband of Hollywood
1: right yeah so we've got one we've got an agreement me too <laughs> we've got a, another agreement Martin is a better, Martin is a better
0: yes he is yeah
1: even though at one point I was like wow Kevin Hart really tells these stories great but I think you know what it is I think he got to Hollywood too fast yes he, he, and then he, we he, had
0: like well. them comedy jam with Martin. Like we had all of this stuff with him yeah. consistently yeah. being hilarious.
1: Right. Okay. we two for two. We agree. Right. Two for two. All right. Next one. Hold on. I don't even want to do this one, but I'm going to okay. do it. One got to go R&B male groups.
0: <laughs> I, I know, know new edition better not be on this list.
1: First P- first up is new edition. <laughs> 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 Choices are new edition, Drew Hill, Boys to Men, and Jodeci. I already have my answer. Go ahead, Jodeci can go. Okay, they can go. I
0: was
1: never i i I was never what you would consider a Jodeci (laughs) fan. (laughs) Um, so, Mm -hmm. I could do without them. New Mm -hmm. Edition. I was never really as I was really never as much of a New Edition fan as most people were in my Mm -hmm. age group. But I just feel it's so much more disrespectful to dismiss New Edition than to dismiss Jodeci. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> and I'm just, I just can't do that. Um, and the nerve to have me choose between Boys II Men and Drew Hill is just wrong. Mm-hmm. That is just wrong. I have a yep. whole attitude that I would ever have to choose between the two. But if I had to choose who to go see, if I had to choose who to listen to, blend all of them. But if I had to yeah. choose who to go see, it would be Boys to Men over Drew Hill.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: So see, and I'm so with, with
0: you. Kingo. I'm with you, Joe. See, can go. I would love to see. I would go see even today. I would go see New Edition, mm-hmm. and I would go see Boys to Men. Like I follow, Wanye, um, Like I follow all New Edition, but I follow Wanye, and he does this Wanye Wednesday mm-hmm. where he is singing. And I am just like, and then he, um, they just did a song together with the with the two other members of Voice to Men. And I just was like- oh.
1: This
0: is on Instagram? Yes. Why, he has a page and Sean Stockler. know stop about Wanya Wednesdays. Yeah, it's called okay. Wednesday. Wednesdays, yeah. And it's absolutely amazing because he's just standing there flat footed singing. And it's just like, and then it's fans picking songs for him to sing. Oh, and like,
1: <laughs> wait, Melita, Melita wowed me. <laughs> she wow, it was. She's wowing us.
0: <laughs> Drew Hill.
1: Look, I could listen to every Drew Hill song tonight. Mm-hmm. Because I actually so, have every Drew Hill song. Okay. I might have three Jodeci songs in my library.
0: See, and I can get rid of Drew Hill and Jodeci. Mm-hmm. But I can't get rid of um, Boys to Men or New Edition. Mm-mm.
1: No. 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 Let me tell you. Look. Okay. So in high school, um, mm-hmm. you know, when before people had vehicles of their own, in 11th grade, I had, you know, a little boyfriend. And he... he <laughs> Borrowed his, he called himself being romantic. Borrowed his mother's car. Told me, told me, you know, like in such and such minutes, come outside. Just look outside your front door. Cause you know, like I said my father, come outside the house at night. Right. So, he said in so and so minutes, come outside. Just look outside, I'm sorry, look outside your front window. So and so minutes, I went and looked, he wasn't there so I just kind of sat and waited. This man borrowed his mom's car so he could ride down the street blasting boys to men on bended knee, got out (gasps) the car in the middle of the street, got down on a bended knee at the time the song said it, and then got back in the car and drove off.
0: Oh, my God. I was in
1: love at that moment. I know you were.
0: I know. I would have been, too. I know.
1: (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. He just proposed to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: <laughs> goes nowhere ever yeah I mean ever. in here when the new edition movie came out Dominique and I watched it mm-hmm. we we will sit in this house today and dance off of the new edition movie doing the routines and have the best night ever so <laughs> listen <laughs> and let it know. With Brian McKnight and Boys to Men is <laughs> it can be 105 degrees outside. I can listen to Let It Snow.
1: And okay? chocolate at the same time. Because listen. It's, it's actually listen. y'all don't y'all don't see this? What do you mean? We're in the video. We're at the cabin in the video. What do you mean? It's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a movement. We could talk all day about it. We really good. Okay okay so mm, okay here's one one gotta go the dessert edition okay banana pudding sweet potato pie apple pie or peach cobbler
0: so but okay one so what, what kind of banana pudding
1: the kind with vanilla wafers and wait, let me go back to the picture. Yes, I see ban- actual bananas in the banana pudding, mm-hmm. and vanilla wafers, and the meringue on the top.
0: Okay, so for real banana pudding. Okay, yeah, banana pudding. so when I moved so before, when I moved to Philadelphia, right, I didn't know there was another like banana pudding, and so they have, and I don't know if it's just Philadelphia, but my Florida self, so. <laughs>
1: Which are South um, Carolina
0: Roots. Right. Okay. I am Southern, okay? And so they ordered me this. She was like, "Oh, I make banana pudding. I was like, all right, cool lady. Go to my church. She makes banana pudding. Awesome. She gave me this tray of banana pudding. <laughs> it was Chessman cookies and Cool Whip. I don't know if there was a banana in it. And I was like... And every, and like people in Philadelphia was like, that's banana pudding. That is not banana. I don't even know what that cool, whippy chessman cookie thingy is. It's disgusting. So if we're going to go with Philadelphia banana pudding, then the banana pudding can go. That's not the banana pudding. That's that's
1: that banana
0: pudding. Okay. Um, Apple pie.
1: Are we kindred souls? Apple pie, <laughs> because I too vote for apple. pie. I too vote for apple pie.
0: Yeah, I. But
1: yeah. and and I'm I'm picky about my desserts. I don't eat it just because mm-hmm. I like it. I eat it based right. on who,
0: cooks. who who made it. Yeah, who made
1: it. So who if made it? it's not my daddy's banana pudding, I'm likely not going to indulge. Likely. I have to wait and sit back and see who else partakes and if that person has a similar taste palette as me and they're okay, then I may may Mm -hmm. test it out. But usually not not really going to lean in that direction. Sweet potato
0: pie
1: as much as I love sweet potato pie I'm going to look at it when you cut the slice. I'm going to examine the cut because if I see (laughs) A semblance of a string. No, thank you. I don't want it. But I love
0: it. Same thing. Sweet potato pie depends on who makes it. I can't eat everybody's sweet potato pie.
1: Peach cobbler.
0: Same thing. thing. Mm -hmm. There
1: are people who actually put a cake crust on their peach cobbler. That's not a cobbler. That's a dump cake. That's not a peach cobbler. That's a dump cake. What are you doing? I don't understand. Where's the pie crust? I don't. I don't. Okay, no. But even in all of that, I would still take those over to apple pie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is off, not one of the desserts, because I'm very, I'm a big stickler for um, desserts and who makes it. And I think people really took that as a joke. So my grandfather used to get me a red velvet cake for my birthday every year. Mm-hmm. So, a friend of mine said, Oh, I have somebody that makes really good red velvet cake. (laughs) I cut the cake. I smelt the cake. It did not smell right. I threw the whole cake in the garbage. Oh. The entire cake. I was like, Nope. I'm not even going to um, make you believe that I'm going to eat this because this doesn't even smell like red velvet. So, if it doesn't smell like red velvet, it's not going to taste like what I know red velvet to taste like. And I'm not going to allow you to mess up my palate like that. So, we're going to just throw this entire cake in the garbage. (laughs) Nope. That's how I feel about desserts. I am, I, no. Mm -mm. Mm
1: -mm. I'm so ruined when it comes to red velvet cake that the people I grew up eating their red velvet cake, I'm sorry. Devouring their red velvet cake, it had three layers.
0: Three layers, and there were pecans on it.
1: So, I have encountered people who have made was supposedly some really bomb red velvet cake, and then I look at it, and it's two layers. I'm like, that's not right. I haven't even tasted it. I haven't smelled it. I haven't gotten close enough to it. But I was just like, that's already not right. Yeah, and I'm and I'm.
0: Yeah, I can't eat it if there are no pecans on it. Like, what is this? I don't even. No, thank you.
1: Mm.
0: No. Uh,
1: unfortunately, Melita does not. Agree <laughs> with us.
0: They all can she go. Just, okay, okay, so We're she's clearly not a dessert not person. A dessert person. Clearly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm actually going to. Um. Oh, my. Okay, there were a couple more that I was just like, mm, but since we're talking about food, let's go to the Thanksgiving side dishes.
0: Okay.
1: what has got to go. We have macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes with gravy, dressing, not stuffing, dressing, or candied yams. Macaroni and cheese. Oh, oh.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, the mashed potatoes can go too, but macaroni and cheese. <laughs>
1: oh, I need a moment. But see, okay, so let me
0: let me tell you why. <clears throat> I don't eat cheese, and since I don't eat cheese, I'm not eating macaroni. I'm not going to eat macaroni and cheese. Okay, you saved it.
1: You saved yeah. it. Yeah. Cause that thing hurt my soul. Yeah, I, I mean my my soul ached yeah. in hearing those I'm like oh mm, mm. and if
0: I have mashed potatoes, I have to have homemade mashed potatoes, I have lumps of them. That's mm-hmm. so other than that, I don't want your I don't want your out-of-the-box macro, uh, mashed potatoes, but I don't eat cheese, so um <laughs> Somebody, like I mean, I tell people all the time: if you have an issue with the way that I eat, you have to blame my grandfather. Like, if you take it up with him, because he cooked and he he was the family cook,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: everything was homemade. Everything. Mm-mm.
1: Well, I'm no. gonna say macaroni and cheese is first off the list for me. You okay, that, like there was a year that macaroni and cheese was supposed to be brought by one of my cousins and she showed Mm -hmm. up I mean we were all kind of like hanging out the window waiting waiting. Mm -hmm. like oh there's her car okay and she got out the car and started walking towards the house and so we were like oh no she left the macaroni and cheese in the car she's going to turn around at any moment and remember no there was no macaroni and cheese I want you to know we got in there and it was an assembly line you shred you you boil the macaroni and we got that macaroni and cheese done quickly record time there were people that made their plate and left the space (laughs) left the space because they were just kind of like yeah you know talk talk soon as that oven went ding (laughs) girl so there we can't (laughs) we cannot in my family not have the macaroni and cheese Um, the dressing is the close second. Can't not have the dressing. I agree. Love me some candied yams. We don't always have the candied yams. But one thing we have never had at Thanksgiving dinner.
0: Is mashed potatoes.
1: Yeah, never had one. So it can go. Mm -hmm. Not because I don't like it or I have a problem with it because it's just not already on the menu anyway. (laughs) So... It can it can go it can go. We've got to vote for Candy. Yam. Candy,
0: Yam. she doesn't like sweets. That's I'm
1: convinced.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> got rid of the um, all desserts, and, and now the, and here.
1: the honorable mention dessert, right? So, <laughs> but she but she gets mac the macaroni and cheese. Okay. okay, all right. You make up for it with the mac and cheese, <laughs> and then I'm going to do one more, and then we'll stop. Okay. So. Hmm, let me see, which one am I going to pick? Oh, no, I would never do Beyonce like that. We're not even going to go in that category. Um. So, one's got to go. Black cult classic movies. Um. Oh, my God, I can't remember the name of this movie. I'm singing the song in my head, though, so I'm just going to sing it out loud. When you got that glow,
0: you're fine. Oh, you
1: um, The Last Dragon. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, cult classic movie. Yeah. The Wiz, Five Heartbeats, or Purple Rain? One gotta go. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Well, Purple Rain's not going anywhere. (laughs) The Five Heartbeats is not going anywhere. Oh, my God. The Wiz is not. Ooh me
1: this will be the last one give yeah, me a minute i don't
0: I, I don't think i can get rid of any of those i just watched the last dragon um i've watched the last dragon during the pandemic um right mm. i don't know um
1: uh
0: i don't know i i don't i don't know
1: i think i made my choice okay and i kind of I may have cheated, because mm-hmm. I don't know if this is allowed, <laughs> but, but we're talking about just the movie. Okay. Okay. Last Dragon going nowhere. First off the, first off the roster is The Wiz for me, mm-hmm. because-
0: It's The Wiz.
1: I have three yeah. top favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. The Wiz is the top, top favorite movie Ever, out of all the favorite movies that I have, after all of my life, after all of the movies that I've loved, The Wiz is still reigning number one, mm-hmm. untouched. So The Wiz goes nowhere.
0: Okay,
1: ever <laughs> for me. The next one that goes nowhere is The Last Dragon, because show enough. I mean, mm-hmm. just there are too many lines in that mm-hmm. movie, just too many. I can't, I can't not, I can't. Right. And so that puts it down to the five heartbeats or <laughs> Purple Rain. Here's where I think I don't know if, the, well, there are really no rules to this game. So we're kind of mm-hmm. just making them up. So I'm just going to say I can lose Purple Rain, the movie, because mm-hmm. I'll still have Purple That's
0: Rain. Soundtrack. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. See, like I, said,
1: I was like, I don't know if that means that if you lose the movie, the album automatically goes, but uh we're talking about the artist formerly known as Prince. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. can produce a whole move, a whole album without needing a movie. Yeah. So, I can separate the two and I can say, okay, then the, I can let the movie go because then I'll still have <laughs> I still have Well, I mean if
0: that's the rule, then I can let Purple Rain go too.
1: And I don't and, know, that's why I said I think I cheated. Okay. I made something up just to make it work, but I'm going to roll with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, no, yeah, that would be it. That would be the only logical way that I could think about losing any of it is that if I can continue to keep the Purple Rain soundtrack. That's
1: it, that's it. Uh, Because for me, that's what made the movie. Right. Because if the soundtrack weren't part of the movie, I would honestly be like, this movie sucks. (laughs) this movie... I don't like this movie, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh, we had a vote for the Wiz. that the Wiz can go Melita I no longer love you uh, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> we had a vote for last dragon oh oh okay so I get I'm that's
0: cheating. cheating oh that's cheating oh
1: I'm cheating.
0: <sighs> um,
1: okay so all right oh I should not have picked that one this question and okay if if i can't have purple rain that question. (laughs) i can't i can't i can't pick one i can't i just i can't pick one oh my god i can't pick one okay so (laughs) that's gonna wrap up (laughs) We <laughs> <Ooh>. actually <laughs> fried our circuits. That's about it. I can't do anymore with that. <laughs> oh my gosh, um but the last thing on our show before we leave is we're going to leave you guys with a spirit support nugget and um my beautiful co-host is going to take it away.
0: So, um thanks and I know that this has been um a very challenging time. And I have come to believe that where we are is that our, a lot of us are in a space where our mental and emotional storage is not able to hold as much as it normally holds. So we were able to do all the things and then do some more of the things. And now I think we're finding ourselves in a space where Um, All of the things that are happening in life are taking up a lot of, that are happening in our collective lives are taking up a lot of our storage. So the things that we typically do, um, we're kind of struggling with. So one of the things that I want to remind you into this space today is to remember to breathe. Breathing is an automatic function controlled by the part of our brain known as the brainstem. But when we are dealing with anxiety and trauma, typically our breathing changes and it becomes shallow. We breathe from our shoulders as opposed to breathing from our diaphragm, which moves the air in and out of our lungs. Job 33 and 4 tells us that the spirit of God has made me the breath of the almighty gives me life. So I want to encourage you today to remember to breathe to breathe in the life of God and all that that offers us, which is love and joy and peace and prosperity and health and shelter and safety. Because we're in times that we don't understand and we are going through different situations that we don't always understand. And a lot of times the first thing that happens is that we stop breathing or we don't breathe as we normally do and that causes our anxiety to increase. But God is reminding us that no matter what is happening, he is still here with us at all times. And if we just take a moment to breathe in the breath of God into ourselves and on us and in us, it can help change the way that we are feeling and give us the strength to continue moving forward. I am looking forward to coming back into this space with you all next week. I had an amazing time and I want to remind you all to be safe, to be well, to be blessed and remember to breathe. Thanks.
1: Awesome. Thank you all for joining us, for um, for tuning into the live feed. Um, and those of you who will be hearing the audio, just know that we've had a um, fun time over here in the Resilient Society with our opening um, uh, (laughs) our game so to speak and so I just do want to say yes do remember to breathe and good morning good afternoon good evening good night whatever time of the day it is you're tuning in thank you for tuning in to the Resilient Society podcast and we will see you next week. Oh, 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 oh,